Hello. QueerAF is now an independent community interest company. Our podcast's first four seasons were funded by National Student Pride, and so there might be some old calls to action in them. For the most up-to-date info on our podcast that funds budding LGBTQIA plus audio producers, visit wearequeeraf.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter that sums up the LGBTQIA plus world and supports queer creatives kickstart their career. Enjoy the show. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's quite unbelievable if you think about it how this technology has such a big impact on our lives. Dating apps being downloaded so carelessly on our phones now have the potential to introduce us to so many people, whether that be for a night or for life. The sound of a has replaced stones being thrown at one's window past midnight. This rings more true with the LGBT plus community who feel more isolated in society. My name's Sean and I haven't had much experience with dating apps. I find some apps a bit too, well, explicit for my liking. I mean, I sometimes use Tinder, but I usually end up with blisters after swiping for so long. Welcome to this week's Hashtag Queer AF. I'm Jamie Wareham. This episode is brought to you by Jack. They've asked us to investigate dating apps like their own, and we've asked Sean to have a go with their app. If you're a subscriber to our show, then you'll remember Sean from episode 6 of season 2. It's titled, I'm gay, but I'm also a homophobe. If you haven't listened to Sean's brave and powerful story about overcoming the internal shame of being gay, then you should go back and listen, because it's going to frame so much of what's about to happen on today's show, because Sean is understandably quite apprehensive about logging on to gay dating apps for the first time. And with many users looking for sex over friends or dates, like Sean is looking for, well, let's just say we're throwing him in at the deep end here. Why have I usually avoided dating apps? Well, I kind of like the old-fashioned way of meeting someone. I personally like the idea of meeting someone at a lavishing dance ball where we catch each other's eyes for the first time through a glass fish tank and fall in love instantly. Okay, that might have been a scene from Romeo and Juliet with a young twink Leonardo DiCaprio. But come on, we all want that romantic how did you first meet story. So let's see if I can find mine the modern way. I start my dating app journey on an evening dog walk. Okay, so I'm out here uh, walking a dog in the field. Uh, this is where I'm going to be doing my jacked audio diaries. Um, I've got the app installed on my phone, so now I'm just going to I'm just going to fill in the important personalised profile uh, to give the best impression of myself as everyone else tries. Um, let's see. Right, okay, got it up. Okay, this is very important to most. Um, profile pic. Now I'm going to choose the best picture of me 
uh, taken all year round, which happened to actually be in uh, London Zoo. No, there's no lemurs, no giraffes in the pic. Uh, there's just me uh, laying down, gazing at the swimming penguins through the under- underwater uh, looking glass. And uh, I don't know if you can understand how visually stunning that is through audio, but it's pretty sublime, and it's been my profile picture for a good eight months probably going to be eight months longer so that's definitely number one right stats um i'd say height 170 centimeters oh good i can finally put down my weight at 72 kilograms after an intense two month stint at the gym well worth it okay next in the profile is thing called scene uh, i actually quite like this actually uh, basically what it is, is you choose uh, your preference to be displayed uh, to other people, like say if you're into big muscles or twinks or there's one that says just curious I, I think that's quite useful as well because people who can come on here first time it can be very daunting uh, especially if they've never uh, this is all quite new to them, these feelings um, so I'm going to be going for Strictly Friends at the moment I'm going to play it safe, I'm quite a safe person anyway uh, books. Wow, really gives you a lot of options. Books. Um, I want to seem sophisticated, so war and peace. Okay, movies. This is where it gets fun. No hesitation. I'm going for Star Wars, especially Last Jedi. Okay. Right, that's my profile done now. I'm going to start messaging people, and I'm going to get back to the audio diary uh, tomorrow. On another dog walk. Okay, another day, and uh, I've been having some nice convos at the moment. Uh, I like the pro account because it only shows those with profile pictures, so you feel a bit safe. Going, who is this? Who are you? And uh, it also doesn't like allow any nudes on profile as well, because uh, not really what I want to see when I open the app on a busy train. <laughs> and there's this person here called Nick. Uh, I've just messaged. Now, it says in his profile, he's a big classical music fan, see, so am I. But if I was going to judge him by his photos, I would have guessed he was a massive Errol Levine fan with that punk style. So, I like that it's given me the opportunity to learn something about someone rather than just having a guess on their photos. Especially worse if they just use dog filter selfies. If you're wondering, Nick did respond and we had a lovely evening conversation about the composer, Philip Glass. I always played it safe on other apps. If we match, I'd message a simple, hey, which is possibly now the most sent message ever. I didn't really know how to get the conversation going. All I had was their photos. Even if someone did have a brief description of themselves in their bio and I tried to talk about their interests, I never really got much back. Just simple, short-closed answers. Hey! Hey! Smiley face. How are you? Good. Cool. Yourself? Good. Up to much? Not really. Cool. Am I really the only one who feels like talking to people on these apps feels like an awkward encounter with an old school acquaintance you haven't seen for years and don't know what the hell to talk about? So I've been messaging a few people on Jacked and at the moment I think... (laughs) There's another one, I'll I'll check that one later. And what I think is it's 
it's a really good platform just to meet other LGBT people because usually I thought these apps are just either for hookups or even potential dates, but I, I never even considered I could just make friends. Right, it's come to the end of the day now, and I've been chatting to this guy throughout the day. Uh, we're going on about our favourite PS1 games. I think nostalgia is a good way to get a conversation going. Uh, we both agree Crash Bandicoot 2 is better than Crash Bandicoot 1. Um, I think there's a connection there. Well, one chap's messaged me saying he saw one of my activities I liked was running, and he's asking if I want to go on the run date. Um, that, that is tempting, but I don't want my first impression... Uh, to be me wet, sweaty and red uh, especially on the first date so I'm going to see if I can derail that venture oh this is cool, this is where it gets a bit sciencey uh, it's got an insight feature I see age interests right so 65% of my interests I'm messaging are between 25 and 29 so into the older gentleman ethnicity I'm going for um, 55% is Latino. Well, I, I do love Spain, so that's no surprise. Little tip. Don't lie on your profile to try and seem smart and sophisticated. It might come back to bite you. Okay, I just got another message. This is from a guy, uh, Derek, 24, uh, West Hampstead, so not too far. And uh, he said, hey, Sean, uh, liked your profile. Glad you enjoy War and Peace. What's your favourite part of the book? Well, this is where I'm a bit caught red-handed. Um, do I admit my mistake? Or do I find a way around it? Okay, I've seen in his photos, there's a photo of him at the Harry Potter studio. So I'll, deal, I'll derail the conversation and say, Hey, have you seen the new Harry Potter show? Because I have, and it's pretty damn good. I'm not even the big Potter fan. But I'm, uh, I could derail it because he looks kind of, he looks like a nice guy as well. Coming up after the break, Sean not only gets his first date, but he manages to take his recorder with him. Plus, he goes to his first ever Pride, which if you remember from episode 6, is a big deal. And he does it to meet a member of the Jack team to talk kink, racism, and what it takes to run a platform geared to connecting gay and bi men all over the world for sex, dating, and in Sean's case, friendship. Thanks for listening to Hashtag Queer AF. We wanted to be the first to tell you about our upcoming live podcast event. We'll be interviewing Evan Davis on April 26th for Digital Pride. It's a completely digital pride, taking pride to people in places that are unable to attend or go in person. The evening, which will also have James Bars, a gay and a non-gay podcast recording a live episode, will also be streamed by Gay Star News. But you can even be in the audience. We're selling tickets for £5, with all of that money going to the Albert Kennedy Trust, the charity who help young LGBT plus homeless people. Keep an eye on the at Student Pride social media accounts for all of the links and information. So that's April 26th, Central London, a live recording of our show and again and on gay with Evan Davis. Tickets on our social media at Student Pride. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to Hashtag Queer AF. I'm Jamie Worm. We've been following Sean's attempt to submerge himself in queer online dating. And as someone who is just coming to terms with his sexuality, he's been finding it pretty intense. But at his first ever Pride Weekend, National Student Pride this year, he found time and a vaguely quiet classroom for a short talk with Elon from the Jack team. So I'll just get you to introduce yourself. My name is Elon Ravel. I'm the director of global marketing at Jack. Unlike Sean, I've been on the apps pretty prolifically for the last few years. So I've seen my fair share of profiles with no fats and no femmes, no blacks and no Asians and no facts. In fact, the list of quote-unquote preferences becomes endless. And anyone who has read any queer media recently will have seen cries from the community that it's time to take a stance. And the apps are finally beginning to take ownership of the behaviour taking place on their platforms due to this. So when Elon tells Sean the majority of people on the app are people of colour, it's no surprise a big part of their communication is now about challenging racism. Um, there's a lot of racial tension on the apps. A lot of people will say things like, no blacks, no femmes, no fats. And we try to make a space where you can be whatever you want to be on a dating platform and not feel scared to be who you are, whether that's a gay black man, a, a gay Asian man, somebody who doesn't identify as anything, um, somebody who's just looking for friendship, not just someone looking for sex. I definitely think discrimination on gay apps is a growing issue, and I'd like to ask, because uh, a question I get when I tell people I'm doing this project, they always ask me a similar question. What's the difference between sexual preference and discrimination, essentially? That's a great question, and it's very, in my opinion, very easy to answer. You can have a preference. I can prefer to eat McDonald's over Burger King, for example. Let's use that as an example. Very different, but let's use that. It's one thing for me to say, oh, I really like McDonald's. It's another thing for me to say, like, F Burger King, I hate Burger King, put it on social media, wear shirts to say Burger King is disgusting, and go on a tirade. But if I just say, I really like McDonald's, 
there's nothing wrong with that. So it's the same thing. You can say your preference is your preference. I can like really tall guys, but I'm not going around saying, I hate short people. That's discrimination. That's the problem. You can, ha- you can have what you like as long as you're not spewing hate on another group because it's what you don't like. That's the big difference, in my opinion. I mean, I'd rather choose a king over a clown any day. Now, I'm, uh, obviously, Jack is an uh, app for both hookups and relationships. And mm-hmm. How do you make an app designed for both, really? So, I think that all dating apps, in, in essence, are one and the same. You choose what you want to do on the app. You know, you can't make an app that says this is just for hooking up or this is just for dating. The community of the people on the app tell you what it is, essentially. So let's use one of our competitors, Grindr, as an example. The, the people on the app use it as a sex app. It's not necessarily marketed as a sex app. You know, but the people there behave in that way, so then that's what it becomes. Our users, some of them do meet up to hook up, of course, and then some people don't. So we have organically almost created a space based on the users that have both. Also, the whole thing of being a safe space creates this friendship environment that some people find, oh my God, there are people I see here, I don't see on other apps. I can talk to you, I can be your friend. When Elon told me how global the app was, I wanted to know more about what they were doing to protect and enable LGBT plus people to keep themselves safe in the 72 countries in the world where it's illegal to be LGBT plus and the many more where it's so difficult. Um, so one thing that we recently came out with was a blurring feature. So obviously the app is designed in a way for you to see who's around you, but there are people in countries where it's unsafe to be gay and we want them to still be able to use the product and meet guys especially in places like that so we've given you the option to make it clear as day like this is where i'm located or blur your distance so guys can feel safer there are a lot of guys who also don't feel comfortable telling their distance even in a place like london where it is safe to be gay so that feature has been really important and that technology has helped at least us make a a safer space it's important for us to remember there's a lot going on in Russia there's a lot going on in other countries that it's not safe to be gay and those people need the app more than anyone because they're scared it's not easy to just go to a gay bar and meet someone and feel comfortable they need you know having the security of their phone and knowing oh my god I can there's someone maybe five miles away who I can meet is awesome and it's not just Russia even since the beginning of 2018, Egypt has been continuing its crackdown on LGBT plus people, causing local activists to even issue guidance on how to avoid the police using your dating app profile as a way to catch you out, find you, and then arrest you. Indonesia is too seeing a wave of state-led violence against LGBT plus people, and the apps are having to deal with prejudice from all over the world. But also from unlikely places too, like even from within the LGBT plus community. No fats, no femmes, no Asians. Oh, hell no. Queen, please. Really? What? (laughs) I recently did a campaign where we attacked Grindr, where we sort of said like, you know, all we took all these headlines of what people were saying about Grindr, how they are bullies, how they don't care about racism, how they only white guys are using it, and sort of said, 
why is this happening? Do better. You won't see that kind of thing on Jacked. We kick people off the app when they behave or write things like that. We have people in customer service who are constantly monitoring it. And if they have any sort of bigotry behavior, we remove them. Well, you, why don't we all kind of band together and as a whole, all the gay dating apps take that stand together. I don't want to compete with you. I want to work with you. We're one community. We shouldn't be divided like this. But whose responsibility is it to look after their behaviour on these dating apps? With the rise of chemsex in some cities, that's something that we'll cover in a later episode, but it's essentially using drugs for sex. Grinder has been at the centre of a debate in London about whether they should be intervening to stop people using the platform to set up sex and drug parties. But ultimately, as a community who use any platform, is it actually up to us to take more of a stance about the way that we all behave. Just before Sean gets to his first date using Jacked, that was the conclusion he drew too. I was on Jacked to make online friends. You know, people shouldn't be intimidated on these apps. It's the modern world and most LGBT people will use these apps to some capacity. There shouldn't be intolerance. There shouldn't be discrimination. We're a community. It should be safe. So I finally set up a friendly meet-up with Nick. Uh, he's the one I chatted to earlier who looked like an Avril Lavigne skater boy but was actually into classical music. So I'm, uh, I'm just heading down to meet him at the pub now. Nick. Nick. Uh, Hi, Nick. Hi, well, Sean. It's uh, nice to finally meet you. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I like your jacket. Thank you. Thank You're you. uh, looking good, too. Oh, a pretty green jacket. Thank you I've, very much. I've never met anyone that's bought a microphone to a first meeting. Uh... uh don't say anything incriminating. Yeah, I better not, right? <laughs> I told Nick what I found uncomfortable with these apps, that sometimes they're too sexual for my liking. So enough about The Last Jedi. I think I, I was telling you that uh, I don't really do a lot of apps because I kind of feel like uncomfortable with them. Because you know when you get other apps and out of nowhere you get a photo you don't ask for? Yeah, it can be very... I'm not, it's too full on, I didn't ask for it. It can I be just, very upfront. And intimidating, I find. Yeah, yeah, intimidating is a good word to use, I, I think. Th- I know some people like the whole meet-up things, but I feel a bit... It's just not really for me, really. And I was kind of scared, thinking, oh, God, have I got to go down that route of just this anonymous meeting and not building any friendships, really? Because I never really wanted that. Yeah, I think that... It I think feels so very... I used to do that for probably a year, um, you know, after the breakup that I told you about. Mm. But it just it felt very hollow and empty. And I, I think I wouldn't necessarily take it back because it was a good learning experience. But I'm so much happier doing this and just meeting people and, you know, making friends. Yeah. I mean, people want to meet up. That's absolutely fine. I mean, people have needs, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to put them down. Yeah, not condemning them. anyone else for it. No, I mean, I mean, good on them. If they want to do it, that's fine. But someone like me who isn't like this is a good outlet. Yeah, you have to do what what's what works for you. I think. Nick then asked me a difficult question: What's my opening line? So, how how do you normally approach people on Jacked? What what's? Yeah, what, what do you say? It's kind of similar to. Uh, all the other apps I could either play it safe with hey which is by far the most sent message of all time yeah no, that's so uh, it doesn't go anywhere hey hey hey, hey. I mean I could be original I put like a wavy hand there mm. sometimes I try to seem funny and put a wave you know like a, a ocean wave emoji just to get me I didn't do it mixing it up no, yeah I did, I thank god it. you didn't uh, send that to me <laughs> <laughs> no no but obviously I was looking through 
your photos because obviously that's how everyone notices your photos and I saw you had yeah. a bit of a punk hairstyle so I thought Avril Lavigne fan here but then I of found that, yeah but, <laughs> but then I found I read your interest for like classical music and so then I asked you like oh have you listened to like uh, the Philip Glass uh, piece he did recently for the film mm. The Hours and uh, we just started chatting I think because we just had that common ground really and then it wasn't that awkward hey hey how are you you know that endless yeah, like some sometimes conversation flows, sometimes it doesn't. I think, uh, me personally, I try and I try and go in with uh, sort of an open statement to give. The, I feel like the best openers are something where you can gauge the person's personality by what they would respond with. Okay. Um, so what I like to say, and it's it's a trick I learned from a TV show, <laughs> name drop. Um, and you, you say to them, like, hey, uh, going to M&S or Waitress, you say a higher class supermarket. You can't say, hi, I'm going to fucking t- Nettos. Uh, <laughs> you say, hi, I'm going to M&S, want me to pick you up anything? And then some people say, I've got some really vulgar responses before. Um, some people say, like, condoms or Viagra or something. Um, but other, you know, it can lead to interesting conversation, and it's just a little funny... Uh, conversation starter I think that's the best thing to go for you know something that gets you gets you really talking and not just going through the motions of hey hi how are you I'm alright how are you what have you been up to today it's so mundane okay let's be honest though if someone fit did ask you hey you would reply back of course I reply every time uh, we're, more, we're not that shallow but we <laughs> deep down so uh, sometimes we're that shallow <laughs> <laughs> You're really uh, downing that soda water and lime, oh, you that animal. F- or oh, that 50p soda water and <laughs> lime. How am I ever, in this economy, how am I ever going to pay for more? Uh. <laughs> but I'm, uh, it's been quite nice to meet you. I'm probably going to head off in about 20 minutes. So I just want to say, do you ever want to, like, next week, like, meet up, chat again or something? Yeah, I think... Um, I know you're very busy and I'm pretty busy as well. So if you just... Hectic, hectic lives. Hectic lives, you know <laughs> it. If you just, you know, send me a message in a week or two or something, we'll, yeah. we'll meet up again. It's definitely been an interesting experience. Hopefully we can do it without a microphone a next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been honest, but part of you is thinking, oh, what have I seen for incriminating? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you, but listening to that gave me such cute aggression. But it also reminded me of a key bit of dating advice, whether you're using apps or not. When it comes to dating, you always get out of the experience what you put into it. Sean was looking for a friend, and he found one in Nick. And as he explained, Nick found he could get hookups from the apps when he wanted them too. The beauty of our world is there is no one type of quit. And dating apps are a great way of meeting others who you might not have even ever thought about dating before. So let them be a liberator. But also, don't let them dictate the way you want to behave. Feel safe and be safe with them. That's it for this week's hashtag QueerAF. Big thanks to Jack for giving Sean a pro account to making this week's episode possible. Prediction came from Sean Olsop and me, Jamie Warham. Remember to subscribe to the show. We tell frank, queer stories every week, and you do not want to miss them. Rate and review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, if you love the show too, because that helps spread the hashtag QueerAF agenda. 
on next week's show. We look at how you can set up your own queer club night, even if you live as far out in the sticks as a village in Wales. Uh, and uh, actually, I, I promise to never attempt another terrible accent like that. We're hashtag queer EF, and so are you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.